Welcome to Off the Court, a show dedicated to making you the best version of yourself as a player and as a person. I'm Coach Jack, CEO and owner of Close the Gate Hoops. If you're trying to take your life and game to the next level, this is the podcast for you. Let's get it. What up, gatekeepers? Back at you with another episode of Off the Court. Today, we have an awesome topic that's actually been extremely relevant um, to my everyday life. And I think it's something that tons of people struggle with without even realizing it. Um, and that's the ability to have positive self-talk and right how we actually think our own thoughts. Um, and I was inspired to do this podcast actually by some papers I, I found in um, my dad's old office, but he, he actually struggled with this as well as I think basically all of us do. We just don't realize it. Me and coach Aaron, we're going to dive in today um, on how to get over um, thinking negatively and turning our brain, um, basically having control over our own thoughts, right? Taking control of our own mind. Um, so before we get into it, Aaron, is there anything you wanted to start out with in terms of positive thinking um, and giving a little introduction on your thoughts about it? Yeah. So positive thinking is, I think, something that is key to having, uh, you know, self-confidence and being able to be motivated to complete any goals that you have, um, things like that. And it positive talk to yourself, like your, your internal, uh, conversation that you have with yourself, it can really help with, um, things like your self-discipline and motivation self self-discipline, I think is something that I've thought about a lot recently, um, that I've struggled with a little bit just in general. And, I think the hardest thing about self-discipline is you almost need to have self-discipline to work on your self-discipline. So if you, it's kind of like a, yeah, it's yeah. a, you know what I mean? It's kind of like a struggle to, cause to work on things, you got to be disciplined, but then working on discipline, you know, it's kind of like a circle. It's hard to, hard to, I guess, put into words, but that positive self-talk is things is, is something that can really help you work on that, that kind of stuff. Uh, you're chasing your own tail, right? It's just an endless yeah. loop. It doesn't, it doesn't stop. The first thing when positive self-talk and taking control of your own mind comes up is your mental filter, right? Um, and what a mental filter is basically is it's, it's like um, something you're looking through, right? So a good example is when you're driving in a car, okay? And it's pretty easy to drive when your windshield, it's, it's sunny out. There's, there's no bad weather, right? It's, it's extremely easy to drive because you can see perfectly. Okay. And then you get into a snowstorm. It's obviously a lot harder to drive because you can't really see anything. Right. And this is what our brain actually does to us. Okay. How we have our mental filter um, affects everything that we do around us. Okay. And this dives right into um, judgment. Okay. And assumptions, right? So a good example is um, say you uh, walk by someone in the hallway. Okay, you're a high schooler listening to this. You walk by a ton of people in the hallway um, and someone doesn't say hello to you. Okay. Most of us immediately make the assumption that someone just purposely ignored us. Mm -hmm. right? So our, our mental filter is foggy um, and therefore putting us in a worse mood because we're thinking and we're, we're actually striving for things to be negative for ourselves, right? We're trying to play victim right. and make our, make our lives seem worse um, because of that mental filter. And I think, I think that's why uh, I don't know about anyone else, but I definitely have days where I go through and it seems like every single possible thing go that could go wrong, goes wrong. Like yep. if you have one of those days, but that's why is because you, you are already thinking about it in a negative light and you're kind of expecting a negative outcome. Mm -hmm. So that's, what's going to happen. 
right? You're looking for it in that, in that mm-hmm. mental filter. When you're having those bad days, um, you're obviously going to have more worse things happen to you because you want, you almost want them to happen in your brain. It's kind of like those days when it, like you walk outside and it's like super, uh, you know, it's like, gro- like super overcast, groggy outside, really gross outside. Those days seem to be like worse. Like it seems if you, if it's like really nice out, you're like, it seems like you're going to have a better day than if it's like really like gross outside. And that's just because of that you wake up and you're automatically into that mindset. Once you take look out the window, you know, and it just like for the rest of your day. So that's, that's actually called seasonal depression. So people are actually their, their mood um, is affected by the weather. Yeah. That's, that's like a great description of mental filter. It's the same mm-hmm. stuff in our brain. Another huge thing that goes on in terms of negative thoughts is um, how we actually predict stuff. All right. And prediction is a huge deal in terms of our negative thought process. All right. And on this piece of paper right here, it's prediction is defined as believing we know what's going to happen in the future and examples of thoughts that we could have in our head. Am I thinking that I can predict the future? How likely is it that that is really going to happen. And what, what we do um, when we're trying to predict the future, we almost immediately first think about the worst possible outcome, right? So uh, a good example could be, say you're going to the free throw line and the first thought that pops into your brain is you airball the free throw or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, you're, you're trying to predict something that actually is extremely unlikely of happening, mm-hmm. but our thoughts twist our... Um, imagination into thinking that it's likely that that could happen. Right. Yeah. That reminds me, I play in this, I play in a co-ed intramural league right now. And, um, there was a, a girl on the other team that we were playing against that, um, had just airballed a free throw. And then the next shot or the next air or the next free throw she took, she airballed it again. And I can guarantee you that it was because the whole time she was shooting that next shot, I was thinking this while I was on the free throw line. I was thinking this the whole time she was thinking about shooting her next shot. I guarantee you that re- that air ball was just replaying over in her head. And like, that's, that's the thing about like, you know, she's predicting that to happen. So it's probably going to happen. There's also, I was watching this video the other day um, where this guy was kind of talking about his, he was, uh, he had like, he suffered from depression. He was talking about it. And uh, he was telling me how, or he was t- talking about in the video, how, every single day he knew what the next day was going to be like because it was just going to be the same thing as the other day and he kind of got caught in this repetition Mm -hmm. and so he was like predicting what his next days were going to be and like instead of trying to like change you know what he thought was going to happen or even change what was actually going to happen he was just kind of accepting that like tomorrow is going to be the same as today the next day is going to be the same as today he even said like up to like he knew what was what next year was going to be like right and you really you have no idea what next year is going to be like you can't predict that so and that's especially if you are trying to predict it like it's more likely to happen and that's that's basically it it always comes back to the mental filter right mm-hmm. and one thing we talked about a lot on this podcast is everything happens for a reason that is a huge mental filter that i think everybody needs in their life because literally everything that happens, if you have a mental filter that it does happen for a reason, right? You're, you're ba- basically flipping your frame of mind into turning into a positive. Like it's an automatic positive if you think everything happens for a reason. Yes. Right? Um, like your example, the, the girl airballed two free throws in a row. Maybe now she's going to work on her free throws a little bit more so it improves her free throw percentage, right? Yeah. Thinking like that um, is a crazy mental filter that you reminded me of. 
It is. It's like, you know, just reframing things into a positive light, looking at silver lining, things like that. I I always try to say this quote when we're doing podcasts, but controlling what you can control, right? If you know that something's out of your control and then not worrying about it, right? And worrying about things that you can change or that you can make a difference with, like that will help you out a lot too with the, with the mental filter. 100%. Another huge thing in terms of reframing our thoughts and restructuring our brain is dissecting it into a fact or opinion based. Okay. Many of our, our negative self-talk is 100% opinion based. All right. Mm -hmm. And like the example I used before, um, say you, you walk by someone in the hallway and they don't say hello to you, right. You immediately assume that they deliberately ignored you, right. That they don't like you or something of that nature. Um, Mm -hmm. it's extremely natural to have that, but that's, that's normally where our brain likes to go. Okay. Think of fact or opinion, right. All the stuff you just said in your head is based off your own opinion, right? Yeah. Your, your own your own made up thought in your own head. Fact is something that everybody can agree on, right? And I, I use this example with the perception is reality, right? And perception is reality goes hand in hand with all we talked about. It's it's the same thing as the mental filter. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I used in a previous podcast, me and you were watching Outer Banks, right? And and you love Outer Banks, right? We're watching the same show, but I hate Outer Banks. Right. So in terms of fact or opinion, we can agree on um, certain things like the main character. John B is a main character. We both can agree on that because that's a fact. Right. Um, But me saying that John B is a bad actor, that's opinion. Same with Aaron. Right. And that's kind of how our thoughts work. And we have to go um, look more towards fact based thoughts. Right. And avoid the opinion based thoughts because we're normally um, turning towards those negative aspects. Right. And those, and going along right along with that, those opinions are all like, they're all relative, obviously, because, you know, if you, if you're like, you're shooting one day, right. And you can't seem to hit a shot. Right. And you're thinking to yourself, God, I'm a terrible shooter. Right. I guarantee you, if you're out working in the gym, there's plenty of people that are very not close to you, like with shooting. Right. So it's all like relative. And you, you compare yourself to like, rather than comparing yourself to people that are like below you, you're always comparing yourself to people that are above you, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. You want to be, you know, chasing greatness rather you know, you want to be like trying to like, you know, improve yourself, but comparing yourself to other people Mm -hmm. is not necessarily um, the greatest way to do that, especially within like outside of basketball, it's comparing yourself to other people. Like is just not very healthy. Like I would, in my opinion. And what you, I forgot what you said, Aaron, but it just sparked an idea in my head. And you could argue that the mental filter is the key to actually having a hot hand, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the other day I was, I was shooting um, baskets and um, I got into this, this role where it seemed like I could not hit the rim. I was making shots and I could literally not hit the rim. I think I switched 11 threes in a row, right? And I've never done that before. That's the most threes I've ever swished in a row because um, my shot normally doesn't have a ton of arc. So it's hard for me to do that. My mental filter during that, it's like I could throw this thing up and it's just not going to hit the rim. Yeah. Right? You could argue that the hot hand is your mental filter. Like you were saying, when you can't make a shot, your filter is that you cannot make a shot. So mm-hmm. there's, there's little things in our brain when we shoot the ball that actually makes it less likely to go in. Same thing with when you're, you're hot, right? Yeah. When you're hot, when you're hot, you know, you're not missing. You're just thinking in your head, you're like, God, I'm a, like, I'm a beast, dude. Uh-huh. Like, you're, and you're then a- you get too high or too low. Right. But in the game, like when you're shooting, you know, you get hot, you don't want to get too high. You don't want to start hyping yourself up too much. And then, you know, when you're missing a bunch of shots, just not worrying about it, you know, onto the next play. I totally like agree. And I think the too high or too low thing, it's um, whenever you're in those moments of 
obviously when it's when it's um too low we don't we don't want to spend time um observing that right Mm -hmm. but say we are hot and we're not missing take time to think about why that is right what it what what is actually going on that's making you think this way um to obviously make it repeat more in the future and that's one thing that i think um i've done well as a player is i notice when i'm hot and then i try to feel like I, i try to observe what i'm feeling so i can do it more often but in terms of too high or too low the biggest thing that makes that into reality is um basically the outward expression of it right so if other people can see you're really high and you're really low then this is a big problem right because it's going to become extremely inconsistent with your play right yeah. but if you can keep it all up here and people really don't know what's going on um that's that's a really good sign right cuz when you let it come out to your body language that's when we know it's a real problem yeah and you know like when we say um not dwelling on the uh you know all the misses and stuff we this whole podcast the kind of the concept of it is our po- we we want to have positive self talk we want to be you know we want to be nice to ourselves but it's also extremely important to reflect on things that you know reflect on yourself so the whole time you guys are listening to these podcasts right we we want you to be reflecting on yourselves and trying to you know apply this to your own life and see how, you know, you relate to all these different things that we talk about. And in that you're going to find some negative kind of things within yourself. And it's good to find those and like see those. And then you're able to try to work on them. Right. Because again, when you find these like things that you might not be as good at, right. That's still a good thing because then, you know, you can work on them. Right. It's that, you know, mental filter. It's a, it's a good thing that you're finding these like things out. Yeah. 100%. Um, and so in terms of what we've talked about, like mental filter, how making assumptions as a person is really bad for us, um, thinking that we know what's going to happen, thinking that we're mind readers on what other people are doing. I think the biggest step in terms of taking, um, getting towards the positive self-talk is writing them down and then observing them yourself with your own eyes. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's something I've been doing, um, a lot lately is I'm always writing down my thoughts. Okay. And Normally I would do this so I, I wouldn't forget what I need to do, right? So I would have an endless to-do list. But lately I've been um, observing where they're stemming from, right? So is this a positive thought I'm having right here? Or is this a negative thought? Which I think is really good. Um, and I encourage all of you to do if you're struggling, if you seem sad a lot um, and things of that nature and like um, you're playing victim in your brain, like my life sucks and things like that, write down your thoughts and observe where they're stemming from. Because if it's think fact or opinion, right? If it's just your own brain trying to tear yourself down, um, then you know that you can change this, right? Yeah. So I think writing down your thoughts is a huge, huge key into positive self-talk. I agree. And that's what like lately my biggest focus I've been like in my life has been just self-improvement in general. And I've been I've been doing the same thing. I've been starting to like write things down and like try to things that are working for me. I'm writing down things that aren't working for me, things that you know, that I've done today that, you know, make me happy or are like helping me towards my goals or things that aren't helping me towards my goals, things like that. And it like, it helps you keep your, your track that you want to be on. So organized and you like know what to do and you know, cause a lot of times you're like, when people are on these like tracks towards self-improvement, they'll start doing things, but then everything kind of gets jumbled up and they don't really know what to do to reach those goals, right? Cause you have those goals. You, you want to get here, but you have different paths to get those goals. And you're kind of like taking like three separate paths to get to those goals. When, if you're on one path, you're going to get there so much faster. Yeah. 
And that, that makes that, sense. That is awesome that you have a notebook and you're using that stuff. Um, cause I think the, this podcast in terms of even you like observing, obviously I'm not perfect, right? You, you've had crazy growth since when you started with CTG and it's kind of crazy. I never would imagine you with a notebook writing down your self-reflection. Got it. Um, that is awesome. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to add, Aaron? I mean, the last thing you had written down there, you said memories, which I kind of liked. And I love, I, I always love looking back at um, memories and, you know, thinking about in the past and thinking about all the thing, all the fun you had and stuff and how, like, what's making it all worth it, I guess, you know, because like you're still making memories as we speak. Right. And that's why it's important to, you know, be to enjoy life throughout the whole time, you know, and that positive self-talk that helps you do that. Right. And it's, it's important to want to enjoy life because in, you know, 20 years, you want to look back at this stage of your life that you're at right now. And you want to be like, you want to have positive thoughts with it. Right. You want to, you want to enjoy that because I love looking back at, you know, when I was a young, when I was, a, when I was younger and, you know, I enjoyed like thinking about those times cause I really enjoyed those times while I was in them. And it should be the same thing 20 years from now, you know, that that's actually, I'm really glad you brought that up. Cause I think one thing that um, we should talk about that's really never been brought up in this podcast that can unlock basically that mental side of memories towards a positive light is music. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really, really smart to put together playlists of music that take you back to certain periods of time. Right. Yes. So like when I, um, when I want to get ready for a game, I find music that I would just grind with. So like, say I have an album that I, I absolutely loved and I just mm-hmm. remember myself outside, just getting absolute buckets with this album. Right. And so mm-hmm. when I listen to a pregame, it just takes me back to that moment. And I'm just like, dang, that was fun, right? Just yeah. just working towards this moment. And I think um, using that tool of music could be extremely helpful towards not only um, your mental filter, but just throughout your life and using it smartly to motivate yourself. That's funny because I, I literally did the same exact thing. When I was in high school, I actually did this. There's this playlist that I would listen to every single bus ride from like track meets back and forth. And then my senior year, I like found that playlist like in like the depths of my phone. Mm-hmm. I just started listening to that too. And it would just get me so pumped. Cause I knew where I came from, you know, I knew like, yep. but I really like that idea of, you know, keeping playlists that think that, that, you know, give you a nostalgic feel from that time that, you know, no, I, I think you can really, if you're smart about your music, it can seriously make crazy growth for whatever mm-hmm. you're doing. I used to just kind of make playlists onto what everyone else is listening to. And I realized that I should just be making playlists on, that takes me to these moments, right? Mm-hmm. Like I listen to this song, I know where I was when I when I like listening to it, right? Um, so I think and, that's that's really good. And music is so cool because it's people are. I feel like people are constantly searching forms of like instant serotonin and gratification, right? And then they find they find those in like things that might not be super productive for you, like. But music is a way to find that instant serotonin and, and like that you know instant dopamine and happiness right away with like a, a positive effect on you. Yep. If that makes to- sense. Totally. And I, I used to be the type over the last year, I was probably the type of person that would never want to listen to music in terms of transition time. Cause I'd always want to be doing um, audible or podcasts. I think it's good to balance the two. It, yeah. it kind of depends what's going on throughout your day. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. That's awesome. Is, is there anything else you wanted to add? Otherwise I think we covered a lot. Of good yeah, stuff. I, don't, I don't think so.
Okay. Um, just to recap gatekeepers, the biggest thing in terms of positive self-talk is your mental filter, right? Um, cause it doesn't matter really what you're doing. If you have a foggy mental filter, or say it's in a snowstorm of your windshield, right? Everything that happens is going to be turned towards a negative light. And we've talked about a lot before everything happens for a reason. I think the key to a happy life is having that mental filter because no matter what happens, literally anything, right? Um, it can be turned towards a positive um, outcome for yourself. The biggest thing in terms of turning this positive self-talk into a habit and reality is writing down your own thoughts, okay? And observing where they're stemming from, right? I used to just make giant to-do lists on what my thoughts were, but lately I've just been observing what they're actually doing, right? What are these thoughts telling me? It's uh, similar to actually how people, I actually do this myself. I write down my dreams if I remember them just to see if there's any meaning behind them. Right. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the same, it's the same exact um, process. So write down your thoughts, observe if you're um, doing fact or opinion based, right. Tearing yourself down, make sure it's a fact. Um, it's good perception. Let's get into quick speed round. All right. Uh, I have a question. I don't know if we've said this before, but what is your, we got Thanksgiving this uh, next week. What is your favorite holiday? Oh, that's a good one. Honestly, it might be Thanksgiving. That's up there. I, I, Football and all the food. Oh yeah, Thanksgiving's hard to top. Right? I've always loved Thanksgiving. I think I think my favorite might be Fourth of Ju- the Fourth of July though. That, I, I I feel like I always have a great time on the Fourth of July. I always go up north visit my grandparents' house, and it's always I always love it up there. Was, so was the Fourth of July what we did this this summer? Yeah, we were. Yeah, we okay. went up to Mercer, up to my grandparents' house. It's cool. Yeah. Fourth of July definitely gets more fun as you get older. Yeah. See, when I was little, it was always Christmas and Halloween were my two uh-huh. favorite. And yep. now it's like, I think Thanksgiving and 4th of July are my two two favorites. You definitely appreciate holidays more as you get older. Since we're on holidays, what is, um, it can be any holiday. What's your favorite, if you could only pick one food from any holiday, which would it be? I think my favorite, like the thing I look forward to the most on Thanksgiving every year is like the cheesy potatoes. That's That's one of them. Um, I'm also, I'm like, we got, my family's very Norwegian. So we always have lefse. I don't, do you know what that is? No idea. It's like, I can't even really explain it. It's like, it's almost like a potato, like pancake, but it's mm. like very, very flat. You can like throw stuff in there. That's one of my favorites too. That's always been one of my favorites, but it sounds good. Yeah. Those, those two are probably up there. My, if I had a, out of any holiday, I would probably go with the Christmas cookies with the frosting and the, oh yeah, those, you can't top those Christmas cookies. That's a good one. Um, awesome. Did you want to do another question? Otherwise two is fine. Yeah. I think I I can't think of anyone, any other ones. We've done so many. (laughs) Yeah, I know we're running out of quick speed round gatekeepers. If you're listening to this, give us some ideas for better quick speed round questions. Um, cause we definitely still want to have fun with those. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening. Gatekeepers. Um, just remember mental filter is everything. Write down your thoughts and observe where your thoughts are stemming from. If they're positive or negative, I'm coach Jack, this coach, Aaron, We out, baby. Peace. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Off the Court. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please don't forget to leave reviews if you haven't yet. This helps us with engagement and helps us rank higher to make an influence on more basketball lives. I also strongly encourage you guys to check out our free ebook download that's 25 pages long, How to Unlock the Mental Side of the Game. I was a player that was constantly grinding and constantly working, and it was really hard for me not to see results from the amount of work I was putting in. But this ebook that I wrote 
dives exactly into those types of questions. I was completely ignoring the most important part of basketball, which is the mental side of the game. So the 25 page ebook that I wrote is for you guys to give yourselves a leg up on your competition and almost like a secret weapon. I call it the basketball cheat code. Also check out our website, ctghoops.com. On there, we got tons of programs that you guys can download to make yourselves a better basketball player. We have the CTG productivity notebook, helping you guys become addicted to productivity. Of course, in-person training. We are located now in multiple cities. And then we have the CTG blog, free education on becoming your best basketball self. Lastly, follow all our social media pages at CTG Hoops, where we post multiple times a day, trying to make you the best player and person that you can be. All the links for these are down in the description below. Thank you guys so much. Make sure you guys check out all the other episodes of Off the Court and make sure you're ready for next week's episode. I'm Coach Jack. We out, baby. Peace.